friends, and welcome to the Law School Lineup Podcast. We're your hostesses, Rachel and Monica. Each week, we'll be dishing out some tips and tricks for surviving law school, or something like that. Get the good, the bad, and the ugly, because we aren't afraid to spill it all. Hey, what's up, you guys? Welcome to another episode of the Law School Lineup. You have Rachel and Monica here. No guests today, just your two hosts. Hope you're excited about that. (laughs) Um, Today, we're going to talk about how to prepare for new semester and new school year. And I actually started this week, and Rachel starts in about a week and a half. I guess you could say, because it's Wednesday. Um. Yeah, so I guess I'll start. Um, I moved down to Arizona to attend Arizona State this year, and it's been good so far. It's been really, really hot, like 115 every day, so that's been quite the adjustment. I don't know how you survive in that. Like, seriously, it's been like 90 here, and we're sweating. We also don't have AC, so that's probably adds to it. (laughs) That's one benefit is like, Everywhere in Arizona has crazy good air conditioning. Yeah, they need it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, the heat's pretty brutal, but I hear that should get better next month. And then through the winter, I'll be in the 70 degrees when you guys are snowed in. So, yes, yes. (laughs) So, and then uh, the scorpions, that's been an adjustment to we go out and kill scorpions every night with a black light in our backyard oh my gosh that seriously is like something that would be in my nightmares it yeah I hate little crawly things especially especially with claws in the front and then a, a stinger tail and they're the most poisonous in North America oh my goodness it's the you guys better be careful I know chemo. I'm I'm worried about yeah. my dog's name is chemo, so yeah. I'm well, a little worried about him. I took him to the vet today and established care down here. And Good. they also said there is um toxic toads. Oh, lovely. And so they burrow in the ground and during monsoon season, which is this month, they come out when it rains. And if your dog even touches its nose on one of these toxic toads, it can die. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Do you just keep chemo inside a lot? Yeah. Basically, he's like an indoor dog now. Wow. Until all these creatures are gone after. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, poor chemo. At least you know that. Yeah. Well, everyone's been... It's funny because I'll say, yeah, we're adjusting with the heat and we're adjusting with the scorpions. And then I'll like add something else on. Oh no. Like, You're like, oh, what? what about the toad? Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh. You <laughs> it never ends. So, but yeah, tell, tell everyone how's Portland. How are you liking Portland? Yeah. So we just moved to Portland. Um, for those of you that don't know, I transferred to Lewis and Clark So I'm starting that on the 31st is when classes start. Um, We have like an online orientation thing next week. But um, yeah, it's been good. We've been here for about a week and a half. 
and uh, my fiance just got a job and he starts tomorrow. So that's been good, all working out well. Um, And yeah, I've just been kind of, I went and visited the campus to see it again. It's been a while since I've seen it. Um, And then I went there to get my textbooks. Um, And that was like literally five books and not even well, yeah, five books. One of them was tiny and it was like $800. So love that. Um, But yeah, it's been a lot of spending money getting ready for this upcoming year. so expensive. Yeah, it's so expensive. And our last apartment charged us $1,000 for damages from our dog. So love that. It's been really great. Um, Oh, he tore up the carpet and shit. Like, we deserved it, but at the same time, a thousand dollars. Yeah, carpet like a nine by eleven room for like three hundred dollars. Yeah, no, they definitely like upcharge us for every little thing of damage. But anyways, that's been taken that's care of. Showbiz. But yeah, it's just a bunch of stuff like that we've been figuring out. You know, finding our new doctors and dentists. Um, but yeah, I went to the good. dentist last week too. Oh yeah, I haven't <laughs> gone yet. I need to. I looked up like what ones my insurance covers, but I just need to like actually go. I went to the yeah. doctors today. I was telling Monica, but um, yeah, all the, that kind of like housekeeping stuff. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to start school. And that's why today we wanted to talk about um, what we do to prepare. We've only been in school one year, as you know, but um, we had to prepare for fall semester and spring semester. And I think we have a pretty good grasp on like the basics of what we think you should do um, to get to that headspace and that organization that's needed. Um, so yeah, we, we wrote some things down and I think we'll just kind of talk it through and talk about what we've done so far. Um, like I said, I don't start for another week and a half, but Monica starts this week. So yeah, uh, do you wanna start it off with uh, what you do first as you're preparing for a new semester? Yes, I think first, um, what I do is check emails from professors and check like the online uh, platform that your school uses. So basically, when I logged into my account for the first time at ASU, it had like a whole checklist of things that I needed to do, like from get an ID to order textbooks, um, to you know download zoom and and bookmark canvas or the platform um, that we're going to be using for classes and for those zoom links for classes so i think first it's really important to just like get your bearings um especially when you're starting out as a 1l or transferring like rachel and i um so yeah i i honestly love going into your bookmarks on your laptop and bookmarking every website that I think is going to be important. Uh, For example, Westlaw, Lexis, your online platform. Um, Sometimes I'll do like the law library at your specific school. Um, And then supplements like and in online, you usually get like an ebook when you buy a law school textbook. So I'll bookmark those too. Um, but yeah, that's where I start. What about you? Yeah, I definitely do the same things. Um, I've already received some emails from professors that include 
the platform, like you said, and then also their syllabus. And um, I do everything on my computer, which I know we've talked about in the past. Monica likes to print things out and write notes, um, well, both on your laptop, but also physically, where I like to keep everything on my laptop for the most part. I might kind of transfer that over to my iPad this year. I'm still unsure about that. Um, But last year, and what I'm planning on doing this year is I make one folder on my desktop computer um, that just says, you know, you know, Lewis and Clark fall semester. And then within that folder, I have all my classes and their own folder. And then within each of those folders, I have the syllabus, any other reading that they wanted us to download, and then my notes, which is just a Word doc. So one of my first things I do is when I get that email from the professor with my syllabus, I make the folder for that class, drag the syllabus into that folder, Um, just so I have each class separated. And then I kind of read over the syllabus and figure out um, what exactly their expectations are for the upcoming semester and whether I need to purchase any additional supplements outside of the textbook list that was provided to us. Um, So yeah, my first thing is really to uh, get everything on my computer situated so that I'm ready to, you know, download documents, take notes easily and have them in a place that I can get to super easily. And that just makes me feel like I'm ready to start my readings or start whatever I have to do next. Yeah. And one thing to note too, is when you actually start making notes, what I'll do similar to Rachel is I'll make a folder on my desktop with each of the classes. And then I'll just save a like blank word doc that says semester notes. And then that's where I'll take all of my notes for the entire semester for anything that I read. Um, And then I typically print them and then I'll take handwritten notes over the top of them. And then like Rachel said, she typically does the same, but she types her notes in on top of the notes that she's already typed from her reading um, while she's in class. So I think that's really important. Some people do notes to uh, separate Word documents for like the week's reading, and that's fine too if you want to compartmentalize it like that, but I think it's easier to do it all in just one Word document because then you can control find and that's your entire semester of notes. So if you talked about the subject, you're going to find anything you've read and anything you've talked about in class in the one Word document. So I think that's really important. Um, Yeah, same thing with the syllabus. I tend to read over it. I always purchase all of the supplements and Rachel typically does not. (laughs) Yes, that's true. I did purchase Uh, one recommended book this year, which I was proud of myself for that. It was $30. That's the only reason I did it. Yeah, some of them are very expensive, like another $100. Yeah. Um, but most schools, like the supplements I was using last year, which were not included in our law school library, like the Emmanuel. Yeah, the con. No, no, what were they not that? Right. I don't remember. Um, but anyways, they're supplements, and like now I checked the law school library, and they're included. And so, just know if there are books in the syllabus that are like supplements that are not required, 
typically your law school should have a copy of those. And if they don't, then maybe at that point you should go purchase them if you feel like you need some extra help. But I love supplements. If you're not understanding a specific topic, I like to just have it to read on the side if I'm confused. So yeah, they can definitely be helpful. Um, like Monica said, she she buys them more often than I do. But uh, if I am struggling, I will purchase one. And that's kind of, I don't really do it beforehand. I kind of do it when and if I need it. Um, but it's not a bad idea if you have the funds and you have, you know, the space to store them to get those supplements because they're not going to hurt you. You know, if anything, they're going to help you. And um, a lot of times professors even use the supplements for like, you know, questions that they have on tests and whatnot. Um, and one thing I wanted to touch on that you were just talking about a couple minutes ago was um, the difference between having one word doc per class for the whole semester versus having separate word docs for different, um, you know, chapters or categories or whatever. And I will say that oftentimes professors will skip around They'll ask you a question from three weeks ago. They'll, you know, you don't, you never know what they're going to do for that day. You can go off the syllabus as much as you want, but at the end of the day, it's up to them and in the moment what they decide to talk about. And I will say for purposes of cold calls and for thinking on your toes, having it all on one word doc will be the best for you because of what Monica said with the control find, um, because you can find a note that you took, you know, four weeks ago and it's one little sentence and you'll be able to find that versus like either having to open up other documents because you don't know where it was or flipping through pages that you wrote. Um, Monica realized that that can be annoying sometimes to oh, not yeah. have it typed up. So um, I'd also say that if you are writing your notes to somehow put them in a digital format. I know on like an iPad, for example, there are apps where you can make your writing into like text that you can control find. So if that's an option, I'd do that. Um, I think a lot of people learn better with writing it down physically. I don't because it overwhelms me and I like to type it. But I mean, it has been proven that writing things helps you remember them more, but um, all that to say for terms of for, for for cold calling and for being in the class setting and for thinking on your toes and stuff like that it's really nice to have it all in one place where you can just easily control find so if that's a word document for you that's great a google doc whatever it is i just i would really I'd say to start out, do it that way, because you might get really overwhelmed, especially if it's your first semester, first year. Um, you don't realize like how intense cold calls can be sometimes and like how on your feet you have to be. And a lot of people have their notes handwritten and are flipping through pages frantically. And if you have your laptop there, you can just take a breath as you're control finding and, you know, find it that way. So I don't know. It's just for me, I've really, I've really liked that way of taking notes. Yeah, and from someone's perspective who has done both, I would definitely say that that is the more efficient way to do it. If you are going to take notes um, by hand, don't wait until the end of the semester to add them all to your Word document on your computer. Um, if you're taking hand notes, I would just make it a pattern at the end of the week, you type in your notes into your Google Doc, 
so that you have them all in one common place where you can control find. Um, we have talked in previous episodes where we had our schooling switch to online format last March due to COVID-19. And we had all of our exams online. So everybody who could control find and had all of their notes not handwritten um, were way better off. So I actually ended up having to copy all my handwritten notes onto my computer that last week while I was studying for finals. And it took four ever. So I would just recommend taking notes um, on your computer or somewhere where you can convert your notes to electronic. It's just way easier that way. Yeah, for sure. I was. That's a good point with the online format because a lot of people might be having that this semester specifically. And uh, yeah, when those final exams hit, having them all in one document that even like rules you can copy and paste, you know, um, it just made the process go so much faster and more smooth because it was all digital already. Um, I mean, in, in normal circumstances, that might not be as important to do because at the end of the day, you're walking into an exam with a pencil and your laptop that has, you know, nothing on it. So, uh, yeah, but especially with all this going on, that can definitely be a factor. Um, Another thing that is really important to me is having a planner. I like planners where you have the whole month in little boxes that, you know, you can put big, big events on and then a weekly, you know, each page is a week. So you have enough space in each day to write down your readings for that day and write down any other little things that you have to get done um, because it just, you can see it in a week view. And I feel like in school, that's really important because at least I think of school in weeks. So like, I'm like Monday, Wednesday, I have this, Tuesday, Thursday, I have that. And so to just open your your uh, planner and see your, you know, the whole week and all the readings you have to do um, is definitely how I like to do it. I also have um, a monthly planner that I have on my wall, as well as a whiteboard that I write, um, you know, when exams are coming up or, you know, big assignments, papers, whatever. Um, so yeah, just being organized in that way, I think can really help you making sure you're not missing due dates. Uh, you're getting your readings done. A, a thing to mention, I guess, if you've never been in law school, this is your first time you will get readings before your first day. Mm-hmm. Um, we've talked about this in a previous episode. They're not going to hide it from you, but um, they might not make it super easy to find either. So make sure you're reading your emails, looking at the syllabus, because that's where it's going to be. It's going to be on the syllabus. um, And it's going to tell you exactly what pages you need to read for the first day. And make sure you come prepared with that. Yeah, absolutely. Make sure you're prepared with that. Because I think last year, especially, I underestimated the amount of reading we would have before the first week. It's not like undergrad where you can just float through orientation week. It's actually like drinking from a fire hose. Mm -hmm. So um, I will even say your 2L year, I don't feel like it's as bad. Like I still have quite a bit of reading, but I think just coming into your 1L year when you're not quite sure how to do this law school thing, it's a lot. It's a lot. So just be prepared. Make sure you start earlier than you would normally anticipate for 70 or 80 pages of reading that's not just reading some of it is 
you take an hour for three pages because you oh, have yeah. no idea what it's saying. So just yeah. make sure you give yourself enough time for sure. Um, I love the planner thing. I actually got my planner and put all my classes in the um, rooms for my classes and then the homework for the first week. I also have two whiteboards and one of them, I put all of my assignments for the week. And I, I did that all through last year and it was super, super helpful. Um, on Mondays, I typically just erase it and start fresh. And if there's any like lingering things that I still have to do, I keep them on the list, but then I make sure like I'm continuing in my other classes to stay up to date on the homework or the readings. And that really helps too. Cause then you can like cross them out and erase them or like add more things like just during the week, like you're seeing it every single day, which I think is super helpful. Um, yeah, I think, I think those are some really important things to do. We have partnered with Discipline Coffee, a mobile and online coffee shop founded by Jesse and Jenny Valdez, newlyweds with a passion for coffee and a love for people. They provide monthly subscription options for individuals, couples, families, even the whole office. With your subscription, you can expect fresh, high-quality, flavorful coffee from local roasters in the D.C. metropolitan area. With each monthly delivery, you will receive a new type of coffee from various regions all around the world, Latin America, East and West Africa, and the Pacific Islands. There are no hidden fees or taxes. Each subscription plan includes coffee, sales tax, and shipping costs. They ship anywhere within the U.S. To see their available subscription plans and to place your order, visit www.disciplinecoffee.shop and use code LAWSCHOOLLINEUP15 for a 15% off discount. Let's get back to it. I, I cannot stress getting a planner enough. Like, I even remember last year... I had a planner and some of the other kids in class did not. And then halfway through the semester they did. And they were like, this is a game changer. <laughs> it really is like, yeah, it's, it's underrated for sure. Yeah. And I think also something to keep in mind with the planner, um, I would suggest writing everything in pencil because professors change the syllabus all the time. And that's something else to keep in mind when checking your emails, make sure you're always checking your email. I'd say at least once a day, preferably twice a day, once in the morning, once in the evening, because you could get a email saying, Hey, we're not reading. Don't read the thing for tomorrow or read more for tomorrow or change the reading. And that's extremely important. Like you don't want to show up to class having done the wrong reading. And that happened often. Um, so first of all, check your email often. Second of all, be prepared to download a new version of the syllabus often throughout the semester. Don't be set in your ways. If you print out the syllabus, you'll probably have to change things. So, you know, don't put it somewhere where it can't come out. Don't laminate it, you know, stuff like that. Um, and also with the pencil thing and the planner, just, you know, they can change. The readings can change. The due dates can change. And so I... I still am guilty of writing in pen often because I like the way it looks better. It looks more permanent and secure, which is how I like it. And it's hard for me to uh, accept that that can change. Um, and so I just write in pencil because if I don't, then I'm, my planner's messy, my headspace is messy and everything's messy. And that's why I also like whiteboards and my calendar on the wall can be erased. So just having things, knowing things can change, being okay with it, I think is a big thing. 
Yeah, I think a couple other staple items that you guys should think about, especially with the online schooling, is another monitor. Um, that way you can put the lecture on one and then have your notes on the other one, uh, your reading notes and to be able to take notes. Um, that's gonna be a lot if you just have one computer. So I have one monitor, absolutely love it. And I think it'll be really helpful this semester because the majority of my classes are online. Um, and then the other thing is, I think you have one of these too, Rachel, don't you? But a book stand. Oh yes, yeah. Like I am even using it right now. It's right next to me with my giant bankruptcy law book. <laughs> Lovely, so exciting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So I would definitely get one of those. I know some of our classmates, like during the semester, I know Matt did like in the middle of the semester, he got one. Um, that's a staple item too. And then we both actually got noise canceling headphones. I think in the, both of us got them actually in the middle of the semester and we love them. So yeah, yeah that was important. These aren't necessities. Yeah. Make your life a whole lot easier. Yeah, it's definitely something to like invest in, especially with everything being online, especially with if you have people also at home working or also doing school or whatever, or animals, like it's super distracting and you really can't be distracted during online classes or, you know, just reading in general. Um, there's something else I was gonna mention, but I, it just slipped my mind. So I'm sure it'll come back to me. But oh, I just remembered um, going along with the book stand, a laptop stand that kind of angles it upwards it, it makes your wrists like way more comfortable your fingers the if you're on like zoom meetings or whatever it it brings up the computer a little bit so you're not looking down at it um and it's just I don't know I like the experience way more I don't love the one I have I think I'm going to invest in a better one but um even just getting a cheap one is better than nothing especially if you're going to be on your computer a lot of the day because it can really mess with your your hands and your fingers and also blue light glasses which I don't have but I have been wanting to invest in just another thing like definitely not necessary but if you're going to be staring at a screen for like six hours out of the day if not more like you might as well make yourself as comfortable as you can. Um, so yeah, just a couple of things. I don't even have those, but I definitely want to invest in some. Yeah. And those are all like most of that stuff can be bought off Amazon for fairly cheap. So yeah. And they make yeah. all the difference when you are putting in the hours you're going to be putting in. So just mental note. Um, yeah. Okay. The textbooks thing. I have a love-hate relationship with textbooks because on one hand, you have to get them. That's how you learn. But then on the other hand, like the majority of mine were back-ordered. <clears throat> so I ordered all of my books. Uh, I, I think I had like six or seven. I don't know. And half of them were back-ordered. So I think I received two and then I kept getting updated emails when the bookstar got more stock in. And this is the same thing that happened last year. Last year, a couple of our classes, even the books were backordered till about, I would say three or four weeks into the semester. So yeah. professors had to upload like the first few chapters on our like online platform for us to print out and read so I mean it's probably too late now you guys should have ordered books if you have not I would definitely get on that and maybe even pay for uh expedited shipping 
But um, one other thing I wanted to know on the textbooks is typically you don't get your student loan money or like I'm on the GI Bill, but I don't get the GI Bill money until the school sends your enrollment and registration verification to either who you're getting the loans for or for the VA for me. Um, so typically you have to just buy them out of pocket and then get reimbursed. And I know that's like a hard concept for some people because they're not getting any help um, for schooling from like their parents or whoever, or they have a savings or, so all I can say with that is like, I, I would be fine buying them on credit because you know, you're going to get reimbursed, but typically it's not, it can even be like a month in the semester, but you can't go without books. Like when you start, when you start class, because all the cold calling and reading that you would be backed up on. So just something to know it's, it's kind of a crappy situation, but just know everybody's in the same boat. At our um, last school, um, we could get, what was it called? They called it like a textbook voucher or whatever. And they applied $900 to the, to our account. So we could use that before we got our loans. Uh, But that often didn't cover it which is kind of surprising now that I look back at it because my books were not that expensive this semester but yeah um, and then at this school they didn't make it um, obvious at all couldn't find information on it anywhere Um, so something to keep in mind I emailed uh, I don't even remember who I emailed but they were able to let me know that they do um, promissory notes at the textbook store because I personally didn't have $800 just sitting around, you know, to buy five textbooks. Um, so what they did was apparently, you know, most most students do this um, that are on loans. You can get whatever you want and then it just essentially is like a debt that you owe the school and um, they don't make it due until like the end of September. So that'll be way after we get our, our refunds. And so I, I know that my school does that cause that's how I was able to get my books, but I don't know if every school does that. Um, and cool. they definitely don't make it known. They, it was nowhere, nowhere online. So email people, reach out. Um, I'm sure they have options for you. They're not going to let you go to school without books. Um, yeah. even if they don't have that, I'm sure they have some sort of, you know, I don't know, some way they can help you out because that's that's what they're there for. So keep that in mind too. Yeah, and then too, you can, some of the books people list on Amazon. So, or a cheaper way on Amazon too is the, can't you buy like an ebook? I've seen like mm-hmm. ebook and they're like half the price. Some of them you can, yeah. So if you don't have an issue with that, do that. I have an issue with that just because I like a hard book but um, some people yeah I had a book that I could have either bought online as like a pdf not pdf but whatever it was an ebook for $30 or I could buy a normal book for 60 and I opted in for the $60 I didn't want to do that and that one wasn't even on my promissory note that was on my own because I didn't have it in the bookstore so that's something else to keep in mind if they don't have it in the bookstore there's no there's not going to be something like a promissory note or a you know, loan that they can give you for that. So um, I'm, I'm lucky that book was only $60 because some of them were like 250, 300. So yeah. Yeah. I had the, the big law school books, like 
civil procedure, crim law, torts, all constitutional. Those. Oh yeah, constitutional. They're That's all a fatty one. I think it was like three hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, I think so. But um, yeah, I actually got a couple of mine used this year, mm. and they're hysterical. I love the notes <laughs> in here. I, I thought I wasn't gonna like like somebody else's notes. Yeah. And, and stuff but they're they like wrote similar to like what I would write right like what the heck is this <laughs> that's funny I'm like okay I'm not alone I'm not alone so that is so funny yeah and it was like half the price so love that yeah there was one used book at mine but it was ten dollars cheaper I'm like I'm just gonna get a new one because the highlighting can get very annoying because I look through it and like they highlighted so much and I yeah, don't know how like, if I could have done that. Starbucks coffees, so yeah, exactly. Or like, discipline coffees. Ooh, nice plug. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, okay, the last thing we want to talk about is just become mentally prepared. Uh, this is huge. You have to get. I will say this year is way better than last year. So in another way, like we kind of have it worse because we're going in with these people that have already made connections with each other and stuff. I mean, I think going online, it would have been, it didn't, doesn't really matter because I don't think we would have, you know, had those same connections anyway. But uh, yeah, I think there's definitely stress there, but I think the overall like unknown and anxiety of law school, we're not really experiencing um because we just know what to expect and we we know we can be successful and we know what works for us and what doesn't and I think that that's just part of doing it like you kind of just have to do it and as a 1L an incoming 1L it's very very scary like everyone goes through it but um I mean look at us now we're thriving (laughs) doing amazing you're gonna be us in a whole year um no I'm just kidding but um, I want to add one more thing that I just thought of yeah is I like to update my resume before Mm. the next school year because you never know when you're gonna need it so like Rachel and I both had law clerk positions this summer so I think it's just important to like take a minute update your resume so that if a professor asks for it or if you need a recommendation, they typically ask you for your resume and you want to have it on hand quickly. So that's one more thing too I'll do before um, each semester. And yeah, I think it's just important. Another one of those like organization tools that, that if you have all your ducks in a row, it makes you feel better about the school year and not like frantic or anxiety driven so that's one more thing I would definitely do before you start school yeah and just enjoy your time not being a student if you still have time even a week like enjoy that if you have if you've done everything we've said already which I'm sure most of you have and you've downloaded your syllabi and you've bought your books and you know you're kind of just waiting don't start reading it just you know hang out with people, chill out, you know, go on a walk. Yeah, exactly. Take your dog out. I don't know. Do something that you enjoy because soon you're not going to be able to do all that as frequent. So you might as well, you know, appreciate it. And I think 
getting in a good headspace is the best thing you can do for yourself and for your success as a student. Um, and cramming and stressing, you know, when it's unnecessary to do so is just going to hurt you in the long run. So that's what I'm trying to do for this next week and a half. I know Monica probably, she's already done that. She's in a good headspace. I'm going to try and get there um, so we can both, you know, kill this year. Yep. We'll keep you guys updated and thanks for tuning in. We will see you next week. And good luck. Well, friends, thank you so much for tuning in and listening to this episode. For more information, check out the show notes or follow us on Instagram at Law School Lineup. If you loved what you just listened to, or if you know somebody that would, please share it. Don't forget to tag us. Lastly, if you'd like to support this podcast, take a moment to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It would help us out a lot. Tune in next week for a fresh new episode of this podcast, and we'll see you then.